to the podcast, Get Aligned, brought to you by Foot Solutions, a foot wellness company that specializes in custom orthotics and healthy footwear. For over 20 years as a leader in foot wellness, our highly trained board certified foot experts have been evaluating, solving, and preventing foot and joint issues at our retail locations across the globe. This podcast, Get Aligned, where we learn from different professionals to discuss just how important the feet really are and share some insight into how taking care of your feet can benefit your overall well-being. Each episode, we will feature a different guest and they will impart what I like to call a life nugget. I am your host, Brian Scott. So without further ado, let's introduce our guest for today. Abby Johnson started her career in the health and fitness field as a certified personal trainer, graduating from Indiana University with a degree in kinesiology. Her passion for health and wellness led her to pursue a career as a dietitian, completing her master's degree in dietetics from Georgia State University. Abby opened up her own practice, Harmony Nutrition, with the mission of helping people from all walks of life. Harmony Nutrition was founded on the core beliefs that a body in harmony performs at its best. She is married and has three children and in her spare time has taken up different types of dance and loves doing art and science experiments with her kids. Y'all give it up for Abby Johnson. Abby, it is so good to have you on the show. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yes. So before we get started, I need to give the listeners some of our background and I'm going to brag on you for a second. Okay. Okay. So the listeners know, you may or may not know, I'm a former NFL player. And one thing that a lot of guys go through when they transition out of the league, they go through this period of just trying to figure things out. And when you're trying to figure things out, not just like what's your next career move business wise, Mm -hmm. but also physically, you're like, man, you know what? I've been training for so long. I don't want to eat healthy anymore. I don't want to see a piece of cardio equipment. And because we're a little older too, you know, that weight starts to creep in and all of this stuff. So y'all, I got to tell you, I was part of something called the Breakfast Club and Abby was our nutritionist. She was our dietitian and she helped to get me back on track. Thank you. Oh, I'm, <laughs> Thank I'm glad you. I was part of your journey. <laughs> yes, in, in more ways than she realizes. And <laughs> there was so much success there. I actually referred my wife to her. So thank you. You got all, the whole family on track. Abby. You're just awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Abby, I got I to ask you, what got you into the fitness and nutrition world? So that's a good question. So I before I was a dietitian, I was actually a personal trainer for 10 years. So my undergraduate degree is in exercise science. So I, I practiced mainly as a trainer for 10 years. And surprisingly enough, so in elementary school, middle school, high school, I actually was not the most athletic. Like I was the last person to finish the mile. I still to this day can't do a pull up. <laughs> but I I have always enjoyed physical activity. I've always enjoyed um, health and kind of learning how to manipulate the body in ways that you that you you know feel better, that you feel more energized. Actually, the only sport that I was ever good at was figure skating. Figure so skating. I don't know if you ever knew that. So I was actually <laughs> I did a, not know that I was a figure skater um, competitively in. Um, in middle school and the beginning of high school. So only sport I ever excelled at. That's amazing though. That takes a lot of grace and balance and all of that. I can't skate. (laughs) But most people, yeah, most people can't. I took my husband ice skating once and it was, it was a disaster, but um, yeah. So that was the only sport I was ever good at. But, um, but that led me, and I was always kind of on this mission to, I I felt like I was always I was kind of like Rudy. I was like the person that was like trying harder than everybody else, but I wasn't as athletic as everybody else was. So I found my sport, but I've just always been, enthusiastic and passionate about like how can we manipulate the body both physically and from a nutrition standpoint to 
feel better, run faster, be stronger, whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish. And so did that for 10 years as a personal trainer. And then I found myself talking more and more to my clients about nutrition because that's 80% of it. You can work out all day, but if you're not feeding your body what you need, then it's all for nothing. You can't out-train a bad diet. Exactly. I know it all too well. Exactly. Personal testimony. Yes. Exactly. So that's what led me to go back. I got my master's degree in nutrition and um, ultimately got me to where I am today. That is amazing. All right. Good stuff. And, you know, reading through your, your website, you talk about raising healthy eaters. And I know your mom mm-hmm. and healthy eating on a budget. Talk to me about those two because so uh, we have young kids as well. Mm-hmm. Raising healthy eaters. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the key to that? So- my strategy, and I use this with my own kids, and this is also what I talk to you know my families and patients about, is it's about finding balance. So even in my household, there are things that are allowed that wouldn't necessarily be on the like nutrition list. You know, like okay. you can like you what? can eat ice cream. Yeah, I yes. like ice cream. My right? kids love ice cream. Yeah, like you can eat cookies. You can you can do those things, but it should be more of a treat rather than you know a lifestyle. And it's important also to not make it a rule that these things aren't allowed because that stigmatizes those foods. And that makes, you know, we know how kids are when you tell them not to do something, something, they they want to do it more. (laughs) Yeah. So the more that you're like the food police, like you can't eat that, you can't drink that, they're going to want it more. So it's more so just, you know, finding that balance. Now, um, I definitely encourage, you know, fruits and vegetables with my own kids and, and with my patients. And part of that is like involving them in the process. So like, I'll take them to the grocery store with me. A lot of people don't look forward to taking a five and a seven year old to the grocery store. That can be tough. It is tough. And I don't do it every time. I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I'm not a perfect mom. Some days I'm like, I just got to go. But like taking them with me, I'm like, okay, well you pick out the fruit that you want to eat this week. And they picked out the apples that they wanted, or they picked out the watermelon that looked good to them. And then they're more likely to eat it rather than Mm. like, here's your snack. This is what you're going to eat. So making them part of the process. My daughter's new thing right now, she's five, is when I make a salad, she likes to mix it up. So I put all the vegetables in there and we have one of those little salad spinners and she likes to press the button. So because she took part in making the salad and she was part of the process, she's more likely to eat Mm. it. So it's like the more, and that's just how kids are. Like the more involved that they feel in their decision-making process, the more likely they are to, to, you know, want to follow, you know, nutritious guidelines. Yeah. You know, but also again, like not, not making it such a hard, fast rule that you can't have these things. They're just not like for us, we don't keep soda in the house, right? But if my kids are at a birthday party and there's soda there, there's you can drink it. Like, I'm not going to be that mom that's like, well, you know, no, you can't drink that. <laughs> that's so, me as a dad. No, put that soda down. I don't want yeah, you to have it. All yeah, right. it's, about, it's about finding balance. Not the, the less you make it a big deal, the more, you know, the more they're apt to like feel like they're making that decision for themselves. That is key points. That is key points. Yeah. The other, the other thing that I read was eating healthy on a budget. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of pushback to say it, it costs so much. To eat healthy, it costs so much. It does and it doesn't. Because when you add up, like when I have someone walk into my office and they say that like the, the biggest thing now is DoorDash, Uber Eats, like the delivery service. If you're ordering like takeout three times a week, you're already spending more money than you would on just buying simple things like rice, whole wheat bread, you right. know, um, lean proteins. Even when I have someone come into my office and they're they're saying that they are ordering fast food, like even one time a day or two times a day, fast food isn't cheap anymore. It's fast not. food isn't cheap the way it used to be. So you're easily spending like if you're getting even, you know, say breakfast and, and lunch from a fast food restaurant or a takeout restaurant, you're already spending at least 
$20 probably on food. So you take that same budget and you think about simple things like converting, you know, like your starch to like a bag of brown rice is still a dollar something, right? Mm -hmm. That's going to give you your high fiber starches for, you know, for a week, baked potatoes, um, whole grain bread. Um, even like thinking about, about protein. So, you know, a big push now is going towards like the plant-based diet, which I'm not for or against. I think it's, it's like, you know, a personal choice, but if you consider like a cup of cooked lentils gives you about the same amount of protein as three to four ounces of ground beef, depending on, you know, how much you're getting. Wow. What's a bag of lentils cost? A dollar seventy nine. Yeah. How much is beef now? It's, it's, it's really expensive, <laughs> right? It is. It is. So you can do it if you plant even like, you know, tuna fish. Tuna fish is a lean protein. You can yeah. still get that relatively cheap. So it's all about you know, how you plan for it. And also like eating healthy doesn't have to be time consuming. So like the proteins I just mentioned, lentils, tuna fish, zero to no prep time, right? You don't have to bake this elaborate, you know, um, marinated chicken breast and like cook your ground turkey. And, you know, it it can be as simple as you want it to be. Mm -hmm. But I actually did a cost analysis where I added up like how much it would cost for someone to eat fast food, even just once a day, Versus meal prepping. And I included a lot of the things that I talked about, like just buying, you know, lentils and, you know, simple proteins, simple, simple starches. Uh The average person, just one person would save over $5,000 a year. A year? Just from grocery shopping. Yeah. It's crazy. Now that those numbers may have changed a little bit with inflation, but everything's got like fast food got more expensive and groceries got more expensive at the same time. So you're probably still in the same place. So easily you, you save money by eating healthy. It's just about what you're, what you're buying, you know? So then the question is, how do you make it taste good, though? How do you make it taste good? <laughs> I know that can be a whole nother conversation. <laughs> I mean, it, it depends what you like. And, it, you know, I think there's a lot of underused seasonings. Like people think of seasonings like salt and pepper, right? Mm-hmm. But there's so many seasonings out there that you can use and explore. Like my favorite seasoning, actually, that I think is like underused is I use ground mustard a lot. So Ground like dried, mustard. Dried, okay. Yeah, yeah, ground mustard seed. It's really great on chicken breast, ground turkey. Um, it actually goes well on fish. Um, thinking about like, you know, garlic, um, you know, basil. So exploring your seasonings. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a lot of great websites out there now. There's a lot of great apps for like finding like very simple meals, you yeah. know, to, to prepare. Um, even for proteins, I would say like the easiest approach, if you just don't know what you're doing in the kitchen, like say you want to prep a whole bunch of, you know, chicken breast for the week. Mm-hmm. Finding a salad dressing that you really enjoy or a marinade that you really enjoy, put that in a freezer bag, let it marinate for a day and bake it. It's really hard to mess that up, right? Mm. So like the chicken's going to absorb the yeah. flavor, you're going to bake it. It's hard to mess that up. You don't have to be like a, you know, Gordon Ramsay chef, you know, to <laughs> to get it to, you know, to taste good. Got so. it. And, uh, you know, I talked earlier in the show about how you helped me as a retired NFL athlete. But you also work with some really young, like you, get, you work with kids. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As young as? As young as elementary school. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. <laughs> that's really neat. So yeah. talk to me like some of the challenges, somebody that comes in at six, mm-hmm. you know, not really understanding maybe what's going on. Mm-hmm. What's the process in working with them versus working with a retired athlete? So there's a lot of things that you're looking at in kids. It's like I always explain to people like, Child athletes are not just small adult athletes. They have completely different needs, right? Mm -hmm. So we're looking at things like, you know, basic hydration strategies. So the way that you hydrate a six-year-old is going to be different than how you hydrate, you know, a 40-year-old. 
bone health is really important for, for our younger athletes. It's important for everyone, but you know, you stop making new bone at the age of 25. So, you know, you're, that age from when you're born up to 25, yeah. that's when calcium and vitamin D is the most important. You're after, still I'm sorry. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, what? 25? Yeah. That's crazy. I don't you're done think. after that. Now, after I'm, 25, all you're doing is maintaining what you have. Yeah. I didn't know you were still developing up to 25. I thought it ended up I mean, it slows down. It yeah. slows down drastically. Like, so between 18 to 25 is kind of when I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Great, great tidbit. Yeah. But after that, you're just maintaining what you have. So your window to make sure that you're getting hundred percent of your daily needs for calcium, um, getting your vitamin D tested. Like I enforce that a lot more with my young athletes because we got to make sure that we're building strong bones. Cause depending on what sport you're involved in, like take football, for example, if you're trying to go play football, you need strong bones for that. Right. Mm-hmm, so, for sure. so, you know, we're working on more like preventative strategies at that point and just making sure that, you know, Especially, you know, particularly in elementary school, I mean, we're not talking about like hitting the gym, lifting weights. We're just talking about like basic, you know, health. Your protein needs are going to be different when you're younger versus when you're older. So it's really just developing healthy habits. Gotcha. um, And then refining that more as you get in more into like high school, college. Okay, I got it. I got it. And learning more about your business. So and this might be my favorite part right here. Mm -hmm. I've always played team sports. Mm -hmm. Um, Huge proponent of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and family. And you say you really thrive on having a team mentality. Mm-hmm. Can you tell our listeners what you mean by that when you say have a team mentality? Yeah, absolutely. So when I first opened, so I opened my practice in 2018. And in the very beginning, just like most small business owners, it was just me. So I was answering the phones, doing the billing, seeing the patients. It was, you know, it was all me. But what I realized, especially in my field, working on my own, you don't have that team mentality that you had. Like when I was working at the hospital, for example, I used to work at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. If I ran into a complicated patient or maybe something I didn't know the answer to, I could just lean over my cubicle and be like, hey, what would you do in this situation? But when you work for yourself, you don't have that. Right. And so realizing my strengths and weaknesses, I know that there are areas of nutrition that I'm very strong in. Sports would be one of them. Pediatrics would be another one. Weight loss, GI health. Diabetes, I'm not so strong. Um, Certain cardiovascular conditions, I'm not so strong. And so I wanted to build a team that if any patient called our office and needed help, that there was someone that specialized, you know, in that area. And I have actually, I felt like for that year when I was working by myself, honestly, I stopped growing from a knowledge standpoint, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I was growing from a business standpoint. But I I didn't feel like, again, I didn't have any other, anyone else to, you know, feed off of. Yeah. So I wanted to build a team where we really thrive off of learning from one another. Right, you know? right. So same thing with being on a sports team, right? It's just like yep. you think about football, there's different positions. You'd be great running back, but you're not necessarily, you know, you're not the quarterback. You're not the defensive. Like there's a there's a place for everybody, yes, right? Yes, So without that whole team operating at 100%, the team falls apart. It falls apart. Yeah. Well, and you know what's interesting? So I think that's amazing. So you built a team here at Harmony Nutrition. But that has also carried over with your mindset in having a team mentality at home, mm-hmm. right? For your clients and how they can become successful. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like for like family nutrition, for yeah. example, because that's something oftentimes what happens, just like what happened with you, Brian, like, so I'll see one patient and then they're like, oh, you got to see my wife, you know, you got to see my son, you got to see my daughter. So I've loved really working with families to understand, like you really have to understand the dynamic, right? Uh-huh. So it's like, who cooks, who grocery shops, who's maybe struggling with their weight, who's trying to gain weight, who's an athlete, who's not an athlete. And how do you make all of that 
mesh together, yeah. right? Because very few families have five people that have the exact same nutrition needs. Right. Everyone's going to be different. You might have, everyone has the one picky eater. I don't know. Do you have the picky oh, of eater, course, Brian? Of course. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. not me. It's not you. <laughs> I eat it all. <laughs> it's funny. So like side story, I, um, my son, who's my oldest, he's seven, not a picky eater at all. You could put anything in front of him. He would eat it. So it's funny because I was working with families and I never really, I understood, but I didn't really understand when people were like, oh, I have this picky eater that'll only eat like two foods. And I'm like, how does that happen? Because I have a son that literally eats anything. Then I had my daughter and Hannah would eat like bread and yogurt. Like okay. that was it. And I was like, yeah. oh, now I get it. Okay. So I felt like <laughs> I felt like I needed that to like right. better understand, okay, like this is what it looks like when you have a child that literally now I'm happy to report that she eats a wide variety of foods. But we had to work a little harder work with hard her. On so that like one. you yes. get the easy child and then you get the you never get all no, you know, no. non picky. They're they're always different. They are always different. <laughs> so now I understand like Book wise, but I also mm. understand like from personal experience. Got you know, it. What, what that's like. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the team that you have here, you do have a team of dietitians that specialize. You said uh, working with diabetes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why did you feel that was important to have them on your roster? I mean, diabetes is affecting the population in our country greatly. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, type two diabetes is, is on the rise. Um, and that, that's a, that's a factor of a lot of things. That's a result of, um, I think our, our overall dietary habits have changed, particularly in this country over the past 30 to 40 years, um, physical activity. Like, even if you think about, um, you know, what life was like 40 mm-hmm. years ago, right? So like you couldn't, if you wanted to buy something, you had to go to the store and buy it. Like right. now, who goes to the store and buys stuff anymore? Like we go on, <laughs> go online and right, buy it, right? Like right? Grocery shopping can be done online. So just so many things have changed, you know, over time that I think have just caused people to struggle more with their health, particularly with, with diabetes. Um, so it was a huge demand. Um, so I hired our, our first dietitian that I hired was Charlene, and she's actually a certified diabetes educator. Uh-huh as well as a dietitian. And then I have um, three others that specialize in diabetes. They're not certified diabetes educators, but they work with right. a lot of our diabetic population. But it's very different. Like, you know, nutrition strategies for losing weight is different mm-hmm. in someone that's diabetic versus non-diabetic. So I thought that it was important to have that team. And we also actually offer... Um, group classes okay. for our patients that are either newly diagnosed with diabetes uh-huh. or some of them have been diagnosed a long time ago, but just really need a refresher yeah. um, on how to monitor blood glucose, mm-hmm. how to balance their blood sugar throughout the day, patients that are on insulin, how to properly use that. So we offer all of that in our class as well. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. One more question for you. And I love this. Mm-hmm. I said this in the introduction. Harmony Nutrition was founded on the core beliefs that a body in harmony mm-hmm. performs at its best. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with that? That's great. That I think that is like the foundation for both how I think of ultimate health. Yeah. Um, but it's really what I wanted my practice to to be based on. And so what that means is you have to look at the body as a whole piece. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, particularly in the in the medical field, I think patients sometimes get frustrated because they're going to the GI doctor and then they're going to the cardiologist and they're going to the endocrinologist. And so they're having to kind of put the whole picture together. And so what we do is we're looking at endocrinology factors. We're looking at GI factors. We're looking mm-hmm. at cardiovascular factors. We're looking at lifestyle factors and kind of putting it all together. And how can we manipulate our nutrition to make all of it work together? Yeah. Because like, so my specialty being gut health, right? Uh-huh. 
the gut affects everything. everything. The gut affects everything. migraines. The gut That's affects right. eczema. The gut affects, you know, weight management, endocrine. So there's so many things that can be tied back to the gut. And I think oftentimes our patients aren't educated on that connection. They're just like, well, my stomach hurt, but I didn't think that had anything to do with my headache. It does. It does. So like I'm, I'm trying does. to like put that whole picture together for them and help them to understand that like, it's kind of like building a pyramid. If we can establish this base, yeah. then we can work on this next phase. And then we can work on this next phase and we can ultimately achieve optimal health, which is everybody's goal. I love that. And and so it's like a eat well to feel well, feel well, to move well, move well, to live well. Mm-hmm. I love it. I yep. love it. All right. <laughs> um, so before we go, you mm-hmm. have to give our listeners a fun fact about yourself. Ooh. Yes. Okay. I put you on the spot. One fun fact. A fun fact. <laughs> I shared my one fun fact that I was once a figure <laughs> a skater. A figure skater. That's so, right. So let's see. So that's one thing. Um, why do you do this? Ryan? I know. I get all, I get every guest with the same question <laughs> on the spot. I should have saved that tidbit for the end because I could have, I could have used that. Well, you know, we can use that one. We can use it. Yes. You were a figure skater. I was a figure skater. Okay. Between was, what ages? When did I start figure skating? It was between nine and f- between nine and 15. Nine and 15. I, mm-hmm. All right. That is the fun fact. So to all our listeners, yeah. shoot me an email at brianatfootsolutions.com with Abby's fun fact to be entered into a drawing to win a $100 gift card that can be used online or in store at our many Foot Solutions locations. And before we go, yeah. Abby, do you have anything exciting coming up that you want our listeners to be aware of? We're well, so um, as you may or may not know, so we have two locations right now. We have a location in Alfreda and mm-hmm. then we have a location in Swanee. We're actually opening a virtual location in Florida. Nice. So um, in St. Petersburg um, to support. We get a lot of phone calls often from um, patients in Florida because we're on the bordering mm-hmm. state. So we're, we're looking to expand. Okay, so nice. Hopefully people in other states will start to become yeah. familiar so with our brand So this virtual too. location, anyone from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. So uh, to get in touch with you, what's your social platform and or website? So our website is HarmonyNutritionATL.com. And we are also on Facebook and Instagram at the the handle that's our website. So Harmony Nutrition ATL. And we have a YouTube channel. Same thing. Harmony Nutrition ATL. Awesome. Well, Abby, thank you so much for this. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes. Oh, my gosh. My takeaway is how to get my kids to eat better at home. (laughs) And I don't have to be such a stickler when it comes to some of the bad food. (laughs) You want to let them make that decision. (laughs) Make make that decision. That's right. That's right. Well, thanks again, Abby. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. We have hit the finish line for today. A huge thank you to our guest and a huge thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. Hopefully, there was a takeaway from today that you or a loved one can throw in their life solutions bag. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you can always be notified when a new episode drops. Again, I am your host, Brian Scott of the Foot Solutions Get Aligned podcast. Your feet are the foundation of your health. Let us take care of them for you. Until next time, stay well, stay positive, stay moving, and stay dedicated.